0: Hey everybody, welcome to the latest episode of All Too Real 2. Cool. My name is Michael E. the II, and with me,
1: as always, is... Sesame... <laughs> uh, Sesame... Um, Sesame, Walsh, Encarta. Walsh. Yeah. Why Walsh? Because I was just talking about Matt Walsh's Twitter being hacked. Oh, okay. Are you admitting to doing it? No, I don't know how to hack at all. Okay, just making sure. I have no clue how people (laughs) hack into things. It just Uh seems like it's a totally different language to me. I thought maybe, you
0: know, you just... Maybe you sent letters and then they somehow got, you know, transcribed into tweets. Maybe, I don't know. Um, That's the only way I would know how to do it. I I also tried to, like... rearrange a bird that I found on the side of the road. Oh, um really? and thought that maybe that would tweet for me. But it didn't work. <laughs> well it didn't work. And then I just got sick and almost well, died. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Happens. We got bird flu. It was
1: Yeah, bird flu is not
0: a joke. No. Not good. Nope. It's kind of funny though because birds fly and then you can get bird flu.
1: Yeah, yeah, I and get it. The past tense, like yeah, that.
0: Mm-hmm. yeah, I like that. So, anyways, <laughs> today on the show, Mr. Walsh. <laughs>
1: well, don't call him Mr. Walsh. Middle
0: no. <laughs> <laughs> <Good old> name. <laughs> All right, sesame. Um, today on the show, <laughs> we are covering a movie that you picked for us to cover. Yes, yes. it is the. 2002 American science fiction action comedy film <laughs> entitled Clock Stoppers. It was written by Rob Hedden, J. David Stem, and David N. Weiss, and directed by number one on star trek the next generation jonathan frakes aka oh, wow. will Riker, yeah <laughs> nice yes he's a, he's a he's a prolific film and tv director so
1: i could i can see why uh okay. this movie was pretty heavy on the sci-fi stuff and also we uh-huh. had our boy french stewart which we we reviewed um inspector gadget too a few years ago yes he was in yes yeah <laughs> um yeah like uh
0: Jonathan Frakes, as a director, he directed Star Trek First Contact, Star Trek Insurrection. Um, he's directed episodes of Deep Space Nine, Voyager, Discovery, Strange New Worlds, and Picard. And Picard he just starred in the last season of, too. Um, as well as TV shows like The Librarian, Roswell, Leverage, and Burn Notice, uh, among other things. He's a pretty prolific TV director, especially. But yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. I used to watch Leverage. I I watched a few episodes of Roswell. but I couldn't really like, get into yeah. it. But um, yeah, re- but Leverage, Leverage.
0: Leverage is great. And also, I re- yeah. highly recommend Leverage. Yeah, it, Leverage Redemption on uh, on um Freevee. The uh, Freevee, yeah, that's Freevee app. app. Yeah, it's on there for free. So there's they, lots of good they have, stuff on it. Two seasons of it. It's a Freevee original, the Leverage Redemption.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, there's lots of good stuff on Freevee. Like, oh, yeah. We, go through it <clears throat> so roku apps pretty good too they yeah. had all seasons of um i don't know if it still does but it did when i was watching it um a third rock from the sun oh yeah um you have to watch ads but you know they yeah have but all it's the... it's cool i mean a lot of these
0: uh these uh free streaming services like ad supported ones are pretty good you know like pluto and tubi and stuff like that too um there it, it, it's it's kind of cool where you can see movies or tv shows that you can't find elsewhere too this movie however we found on youtube for free Yeah, it was ad- for free on free, youtube for free with ads yeah well I yeah i couldn't yeah, find but... it i was surprised it's a paramount movie and it wasn't streaming on paramount plus but yeah, it, not I everything was... is you know always streaming on there so yeah, yeah i
1: was kind of surprised too and it said the 90th anniversary which was in 2002 huh. <laughs> yeah uh so now it's the 111th um, anniversary. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I feel old. <laughs> Me too. That movie came out in 2002. I was in um, my senior year of high school halfway uh-huh. through it because 2002 was, you know, started in January. So wow. I started my season 2001 and then graduated in 2002. And but man, this movie is definitely a time capsule, no pun intended. Yeah. Like it's very much uh a product oh, yeah. time. Like Oh, totally. I mean, like, I mean, like, you know this movie came out in when, early
0: two thousand when half the soundtrack is Blink 182 songs.
1: Yeah, Blink One Eight Two, they also play a Nickelback, <laughs> but it wasn't even a well known nickelback no. song. And then it was like, like when there was like rest- some
0: random like uh smash mouth song i had never heard either too yeah so. it was
1: also i think it's maybe because they wanted to spend less money so they took the, yeah. the they they saved up all their money for all the small things like, yeah. when they, <laughs> <you> know, but, <laughs> but like there's like so <laughs> many like tricks that remind me of um spy high like that's another uh-huh. thing of like the early 2000s is like people uh-huh. doing bike tricks like late late 90s early 2000s like every Every movie about like teenagers had to have at least one cool bike trick. It was like it yeah, was reco- or or, or like,
0: skating trick or something like a skate, yeah, yeah. skateboard or skating. something. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> it's like part of that like
0: X Games sort of thing. Like all of a sudden, and, you know, like because like Tony Hawk and all those people were cool then. And
1: oh yeah, they were super famous back then. I mean, not like, saying he, not saying he's not now, but you know, well, no, saying, that f- was like the it back there back yeah. then. Like now he looks like he's like his age, <laughs> like you know. But um Yeah, so, but man like the lighting, the the acting, the clothes. I mean every like if you if you didn't want if you didn't know when okay. this movie came out, you would just guess like obviously two thousand two, two thousand three, like Yeah. If you know your cinema at least, uh which I would call I would I would say this is or if you were set. or if you were alive then. You know. So <laughs> yeah, if you're alive and we're watching movies at that time, yeah. which I was. I did not watch uh-huh. this when they came out though.
0: No. I, I've never seen it before um until you suggested it um I mean, so what's your initial reaction to the movie after it, watching it, was it? Okay.
1: um okay. you know it wasn't yeah. i don't think it was great but it was yeah, you know, it was fine it was it was you know i had a you know and it was you know it was like a fun you know happy kind of like a you know happy ending like it wasn't too um like the stakes weren't too high i don't know it, no. it was just like a a fun movie that you didn't really have to think too much, even even if it did, you know, uh, relate to, like, time travel or, or at least super speed or whatever. Yeah. Uh, it's like time, but, you know, it, it was time stopping, cool. basically. was well, what it was. It wasn't that yeah. they were time traveling. It was that they were going so fast. Yeah. Uh, kind of like The Flash, almost. Because at yeah. one point, it starts phasing out, like, just like how The Flash I know. like Like, I was like, wait a minute. <laughs>
0: That's funny, um, yeah, yeah, and uh so yeah i mean i I liked it a lot better than I thought I would. It was definitely you know of its time, um okay. we have uh we have we have in the cast here we've got uh Jesse Bradford starring as Zach Gibbs, and uh Jesse is known for a lot of things, he's still acting today. He was in a um a movie recently that I really want to cover for the podcast sometime that I haven't seen yet. But uh uh-huh. it was called Mary Kiss Cam. I've heard of that. Yeah, it actually looked like it might be good, but it could be cheesy as hell too. So it's like it could be in our wheelhouse. Um yeah,
1: so,
0: yeah I I've heard it's title, but I don't know what it's about, yeah. but it's it's yeah. it's about these people that go on a date and they get on the kiss cam on the you know on the jumbotron at this hockey hockey oh, game, and then I guess the team starts winning every time they kiss at a game, ah uh, okay, yeah, and it takes place around oh. Christmas, I guess at some point, so that's why I had the merry in it um yeah, but uh but yeah he's he's known for you know like um, motion pictures including Romeo and Juliet bring it on swim fan um lots of different things so yeah he's a it's been around a while
1: yeah he has um, been around
0: yeah and then we got uh paula garces as francesca and she was 27 when she was in this movie playing a 17 year old
1: she looked familiar is she in anything else she
0: her like, or... huh. One of the major things that I know her from is she's the girl that, um, Harold is attracted to in Harold and Kumar. Oh, okay. If you've seen those series, like she lives in the building with him. I remember that, but she's been on, she's been on a lot of TV shows and stuff too. So yeah, Yeah, she's a, she's Colombian. So yeah.
1: Yeah. In the movie, I think she was Venezuelan or or something. Yeah. Uh, who plays the dad? He looks familiar too. The scientist, or science um,
0: teacher. Do, 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 ba, ba, ba. <laughs> His name is Robin Thomas. He's been in a lot of things. He's been acting yeah, since 1986, so it's like, yeah. yeah. I wouldn't know where you know him from, but you know, for me to just mention anything, it would take forever because he's got so many credits. You know, yeah, so, yeah. that's fine. Yeah. The mom, she looks familiar too. That was Julia Sweeney. She's she was on Saturday Night Live for years, and she, okay, she was yeah, the, maybe I... the and she was in the movie It's Pat, where she played the aunt, okay, it, yeah, yeah. I saw that. That's that's an interesting movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah but we got French. <laughs> we got our friend French Stewart as we mentioned yep. as Earl yes, Doppler. Um, yeah, the the young Earl Doppler, who but the voice is provided by somebody else, by by, by uh French Stewart. That we see at the end is Miko Hughes, who people may know from Pet Cemetery, Kindergarten <laughs> Cop, Full House, Wes Craven's New Nightmare. Oh my god. Yeah, there's a fan film coming out with a a sequel to Wes Craven's New Nightmare, and he's actually starring, oh, wow. he's actually starring in it, which would be cool. Anyways, <laughs> um, then we got Michael Bean as Henry Gates in this. Um, he is best known as Kyle Reese in The Terminator, um... He was also in The Abyss and Aliens, Tombstone, The Rock, Hill Street Blues, Magnificent Seven TV series. Oh, um, yeah, a lot of things. So
1: yeah, you also got our boy Kelso oh, from Scrubs oh, oh. playing the, well, not not Kelso, but the actor who plays Kelso. <clears throat> yeah, we do have him, um,
0: Ken Jenkins.
1: Yeah, mm. so yeah, also. Yeah, An episode of Star
0: Trek too, one of the early episodes of Star Trek. Oh yeah, <laughs> so I think everybody's been on Star Trek. True, true. Except for yeah. me.
1: Yeah. Well, you know. Yeah. Maybe maybe you get on there someday. Yeah. Yeah. If you're listening out it, there, Paramount, it, you'll direct like a new huh. give me a
0: series of Star Trek. You know, yeah. like... they do have some new series is coming out. So yeah, maybe yeah, I so, could. Yeah.
1: yeah. So, <laughs> anyways, um, what goes down in this movie here? oh well the this kid's dad um he's a science professor at a college and he's like supposed to be like he's really brilliant and uh his friend and played by french stewart sends him a watch that's basically allows people to stop time to basically kind of work on it or give him ideas and things like that uh french stewart's character is trying to get away from the country but he's caught by these government people uh, to force him to work on the the project to make the you know the product better but they're forcing him to do it hyperspeed and it's like rapidly aging him you know like he's only been there for three weeks Uh, but he's aged like 20 years because of just how fast he's working and uh you know you kind of have like a father son type of conflict story where you know the son's really not interested in science and things like that he wants his dad to take him to a car lot to co-sign on the car that he saved up money for but the dad's always you know busy with work and yeah he saved his money by
0: selling crap on ebay
1: yeah he would just buy like cheap shit and then he would just sell it off you know on ebay or whatever yeah Apparently, I guess he's sold enough to make a okay. home payment on a yeah. pretty nice-looking car. So, and uh, you know, so he's you know his dad's got to go to some conference. He doesn't take him to the car lot like he promised well, he would. We didn't promise he would. Yeah. He would say like, oh, read these, you know, safety reports, you know, on the car or whatever, and then. He read them, and then his dad's like, Oh, well now you're gonna compare and like basically just, you know, making him do more, you know, homework whatever. So he never really ended on actually taking him to the car lot. It's kind of a shitty move, but whatever. And uh and so um his son, I forgot his name. Uh he ends up finding huh. this watch. Yeah, the main car- just,
0: the main character's name is Zach.
1: Yeah. Zach yeah. is, you know, well, I'm kinda of skipping over, but he ends up he ends up buying this watch. He just thinks huh. it's a cool watch, so he puts it on. But before that we have the whole thing where his his best friend works at some like skateboard shop or something or some kind of you know you know like extreme sports you know type of store or whatever, and uh you know of course he's playing the over animated black guy character you know you know which is pretty common during that era you know and uh he but he's a junior assistant though so he's he's moving up in that store so you know. Yeah, be man, and he can really he can run that place, you know. Yeah, in like f- and, um, fifty years, but, you know. No, we also have the early two thousands quasi sexual harassment played off as a joke kind of thing, where they meet, where they see friend, um, friend or Francesca for the first yeah. time, and uh what's his name for the main guy? I forgot his name again. He Zach, me. Uh, Zach, sorry, yeah, Zach with the K, yes, and, um, not a Z, not a C H K, and yes. uh. And he says something like along the lines, like, "Oh well, she's she's new in the country, and she's probably lonely and vulnerable." It's like, oh my god, but it's like it's like pulling a Dennis Reynolds there, okay. like,
0: yes, it's it's yeah. It's...
1: Let's let's look, let's get in her good graces by like you know exploiting her her perceived vulnerability. Yeah, it's but like didn't fall for it. She she you know she shoots him down. At least they made her a. Uh
0: strong-willed woman to yeah at least they yeah Yeah.
1: she she shoots him down and then Uh but he ends up somehow wooing her to let him have a second chance or whatever and so um that's what happens when he's got the watch and she basically invites him over to rake leaves with her you know Uh so basically doing chores and uh and you know he ends up finding like a Uh, the easier way to do it by using, like, the riding lawnmower or whatever. And then she goes in to make some tea or something. And then he ends up hitting a watch. And then it's like everything stops. And, you know, he thinks he's frozen time. But really what's happening is he's just moving super fast. And uh, he ends up finding um, a possum. Which has been like the thing that's been getting into stuff like food or, or trash or whatnot. Yeah, knocking it over. And he tries to take the possum into the house to show her, you know, what happened. But then the, the time thing goes back to normal. And so there's now a possum just running wild in the house. And she thinks that, you know, he did it on purpose for whatever reason. So she kicks him out of the house. But well, then... I, I think what it is, is
0: it's just a, a miscommunication of their cultures she does not understand that in america the way you show somebody you love them is give them a possum
1: give them a live possum yeah Yeah. and then you let it it run you let it run the house and then you catch it's called catching the possum yeah catching
0: the possum we we all do
1: that don't we it's called catching the possum
0: yes that's that's how my parents met
1: yeah you let it loose in the house or whatever you know cloister you happen to be in a whole time (laughs) and uh you you try to catch it, and then once you catch it, you put a crown on it, mm-hmm. and then you let it loose, and then that means that you're going to marry the person. So, And, if, you know, the, and if, just, the,
0: if the possum comes back, that means you got to end the relationship.
1: Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. So, uh, but no, so she's about <laughs> to kick him out of the house, and then she ends up touching his shoulder at this time, but then the watch did its thing again, so both of them now were... Like you know, frozen in time or or whatever. So, you know, they they thought that was really cool, and uh, you know, that's pretty much all that happens. I mean, for that scene, and then you yeah. want to talk about the DJ scene? That was kind of funny. Yeah, there was
0: a DJ battle. Yeah. Um, Zach's best friend is named Meeker. Yeah, he's your uh your choking African American character. Yep. <laughs> in the movie,
1: I think it was just him. No, there were there was a no, couple no there more. was a bad guy. So yeah. Of course, bad guy. I think it was a government worker too. I think there's three. Yeah, there total. There, was, there was uh um
0: Jason George, who's a well known actor. He played uh Richard, an agent who works for uh Michael Bean's character. Yeah, so at the QT <laughs> okay. Corporation. Yeah. Um Yeah, the um Yeah, so so we got this situation there they they go to uh this this um was it like a off or what was it something like that i don't know it
1: was just some like yeah DJ- DJ- yeah but i think it was called like a oh.
0: spin-off or something like that yeah well, it was
1: stupid because it wasn't yeah. even like like what djs normally do they were just literally just spinning the records they, they were like, just they were okay. just like scratching and
0: it was yeah, no was there they- was no finesse or mixing of songs or anything to it um and there's like this, 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 this scratch kid- there's this like short kid from the school who was like you know, you know at one point earlier in the movie sprayed you know product placement all over the one kid, and um, that product placement. <laughs> what was it? I, I didn't see the bottle or the. It can. was Mountain Dew.
1: It was Mountain Dew, of course. Yeah, and then
0: the, the next scene, um, Francesca did it back to those guys, and she had a bottle of Pepsi. So it was like, yeah, oh and my then, god. Then at the at at the DJ thing, there's a big pepsi banner in the background of. Oh, okay uh, I, I i noticed these things i can't help it so it's yeah just like, yeah but yeah, yeah. it's
1: definitely the thing that i Dew do pepsi would do all the time <laughs> yeah the like the the cruel but yeah it's just this dumb dj scratching challenge yeah. and so, so, so
0: then they they, they help me look cool by turning the watch on and then making them dance or something which yeah because they're bombing terribly yeah because but but my thing is is like this wasn't like bring it on I'm not bringing on, I mean, I bring it on. I mean, you—you uh, um, uh, uh, you got served or whatever. It was—it was, it was um, a DJ contest. This wasn't yeah, like was. you know, it—it it just made no sense to me. This was about the music, not about the dancing. I thought, well,
1: no, two thousand two. So that's probably why they had it. Yeah. At that point, everybody thought they could be a DJ, and all they had to do <clears> was just <throat> it. I'm like no DJs actually do like real uh-huh. music like they don't just scratch but yeah I at mean, that time like new metal was really popular where it's like every band just seemed to have a DJ where all they uh-huh. did was just scratch records that like random parts of the song yeah and but but, but, a, but even but, then
0: even then the scratching was accompanied by music
1: yeah no exactly it, it was wasn't part of the it, yeah. it
0: wasn't just the scratching I mean I mean like like Grandmaster Flash when he invented like you know DJing like this. It, it it would he would take one song, mix it with another, take a little bit of a you know, section of this song and then scratch a little bit and then go into the other song and then layer them on top of each other and do a different thing. You know, it's
1: not like That's what like, real DJs do, yeah. yeah. They don't just scratch. Okay, okay. Uh, <laughs>
0: yeah. Or then there's the other real DJs like I am, and you just play a playlist at a wedding and oh. yeah,
1: well no. <laughs> it still takes yeah, because you, know, you you find the right playlist. And oh yeah, and then
0: I I talk to the, uh, the to <laughs> the crowd and
1: right, you know, random little pump, pump them up.
0: Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, you pump them up. He, yeah. you know, you know, do do the fast songs. You're not like Barney from from um, How About Your Mother, where you just rise and rise. Okay. You know, you don't have any. You know, no, playlist. gotta have a slowdown. Yeah. No, he doesn't believe in the slowdown. It's rise and rise, okay. not rise and fall. And um. He tells that to fake Moby in that one episode, but uh, uh I'm like, it's just lots of meta. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, lots of. Uh, I don't think anyone else knows what I'm talking about, but uh, but just like a very quick tangent though, like those old DJs from like the '70s and early '80s, like they had to be like insanely good when it came to perfect rhythm, yeah, because they had to put play the record at exactly the right moment, otherwise the beat would just like eventually. Go off and not make any sense like nowadays they have equipment where you can basically time it correctly so that it doesn't go off but back then they didn't have that you literally just had the play director at the exact right timing yeah imagine how insane you have to be like not insane but just like how good you have to be oh yeah you know a rhythm to just time it exactly right if you don't it's just gonna veer off eventually and it's just gonna sound like really stupid
0: and 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 to let anybody know that's getting that that's at home wanting to get into this, you know, you have to use a special kind of uh
1: turntable. Yes. You can't just scratch a record. Yeah, because what you'll do is I learned make, that the hard way me too. with my brother. Well we we tried to scratch like a ninja Turtles record and we completely ruined it. Yeah, no no my my thing is is I never I didn't ruin the
0: record when I did it. I burnt out the motor in my turntable. Oh wow! Wow. So yeah, I was That's re- crazy. I was recording yeah. myself scratching. I think it was a like a Doors record or something, and then I uh, yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Apparently, some people have a thing where you don't even need to flip the record; it just plays the second. I don't know how that works, but I don't know if they have like a needle on the bottom that goes. Or something like that. I, I watched some videos where they play like a Metallica record and like a Metallica record's like seventy eight minutes long. That does not fit on one record. Mm-hmm. And then uh like when it went to side two, it just and I and you know, it was live, like you know, it was still spinning, so it wasn't like he cut the cut the camera and went back and just <laughs> played the second side. So I don't know they have two sided turntables or records or I don't know what, but it was some of them will
0: flip the desk the the this this didn't even flip it though it
1: just didn't even do that it just like it might be i don't know anyway that's the whole that's the whole side (laughs) (laughs) 10. so anyways back to the movie
0: so yeah so, so, so they have this thing meeker ends up looking cool so we got that then we uh after the after the date ends zach gets a kiss from francesca yeah um so then um Gates, uh, Michael Bean's character, ends up sending his henchmen and women out for uh, to, to find the watch because he finds out that that Zach's dad has the watch. Yeah, Zach's dad is, however, out of town at some convention or something. Yeah. Um, so they they have these uh, solid nitrogen nitrogen guns. So basically that what what'll happen with that is like you it puts people back into normal time if you shoot them with the solid nitrogen guns. Yeah. So um anyways, uh they, they, they go to uh George's house, I mean Zach, Zach and George George's uh the dad to to recover the the prototype watch um that they have um while fleeing them because Zach discovers them in the house. He ends up uh, discovering that Doppler is outside, um, huh. tied up in their van. He frees him, and then a chase ensues in the van uh, around town. Um, Zach ends up crashing into a river, course, then he's passed out, and <laughs> uh, Doppler's trying to tell him that he shouldn't get the watch wet. You know, and of course he does, just, because... just like gremlins—you don't get them wet. <clears throat>
1: You yeah. don't get the... Like, yeah. Also, too, Zach is a complete fucking moron because he stops right at a black van with tinted windows that would not be parked in that neighborhood whatsoever. That's what he thinks is going to save him. Like, you idiot. But whatever. And, uh... And yeah. It's, yeah.
0: It's like, okay, dude. But and, if uh, he didn't, we wouldn't have a plot.
1: No, we wouldn't, but I'm just saying, like, <laughs> that's the dumbest place ever to think you're going to be protected. Yeah. Black van with tinted windows. <laughs> like, come on. And, uh... Well, yeah, he did he say free puppy
0: it. on the side of the van. So he went in to well, see exactly. it. Or Wait. candy or, or
1: Xbox <laughs> or PlayStation. Yeah, you know. Yes. And, uh, you know, play. play uh, what was that guy Eddie Burbeck said about the, the, um, the, the, um, what was it called? The free smart. There we go. Uh, <laughs> where he's like, you want to play, um what, was the Ice Age 2 or something <laughs> like that? The video game. Uh, so what happens I, I, in, I, what happens next after this, though? Uh, okay so he's in the hospital and you know he's telling his tale about the watch and everyone thinks he's got like a brain injury or whatever but then uh, when his mom is talking to George about the what he says, something about the molecule accelerator or something like that his dad knows that he has the watch and then you know he wants them to come there right away but then of course government people show up at the hotel and then they kidnap him to do the work that French Stewart was doing and then so there's this whole thing where they, they, they need to break his dad out of his you know work prison or whatever yeah um, you know the friendship between Meeker huh. is still there where Meeker helps him out and then and also Francesca is there and then they they help and at first French Stewart's gonna you know ditch him because he's too scared because he doesn't want to be back in that you know, super hyper speed or whatever. Then he eventually, you know, becomes brave and he freezes one of the dudes that was trying to, you know, get the watch back or whatever. Uh, I'm pretty sure I'm skipping over a bunch of things because I okay. just, it. Watch- <laughs> <laughs> you know? but um, that's kind of the gist of it, really. Uh, it's, you know, it's a fun movie. It was, I think it was made by Nickelodeon, so it was kind of meant for kids. Yeah, it was yeah, maybe- it was a, a
0: Nickelodeon produced film.
1: You know, so, you know, but it was, I thought it was, you know, you know, pretty decent. Like, you know, the stakes for I it wasn't overly dramatic. It wasn't, and also it wasn't, like, overly goofy funny either. That was kind of a selling point for me. It wasn't, like, too stupid, you know, so. Yeah, and it,
0: uh... I, I would recommend it, so. I mean, it does end, there is a creepy moment at the end. Um, oh, really? So, oh, so, oh so, yeah, yeah. So, right. so, 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 so <laughs> Doppler uses the machine to, uh, Reverse is the aging effects that he had in the hypertime thing. Yes. And in- inadvertently ter- turns him back into Miko Hughes as a teenager. You know, that's, yeah, yeah. Instead of French Stewart. And um, Zach's little sister, who's, you know, a teenager as well, mm-hmm. sees him in the back seat and calls him like a hottie or something. Mm-hmm. And that's just creepy to me
1: well she didn't know he's not really... no i
0: know but it's still it was just creepy to me that they wrote that in there
1: i know but zach was like no like yeah i know he knows who Doppler i don't think i don't think he told them because doppler was trying to yeah escape country because everyone knows who he is so he tried to yeah hide himself by but, being but I'm, from... I'm not
0: creeped out by the characters reactions or anything that they did it's no, the, I know. It's, it's the writing.
1: <laughs> it's the right. All of these movies, not all of them, a lot yeah. of these movies in the early 2000s had these weird, creepy moments yeah. that now we would all cringe at. But it was like, for example, like in the Sleepover movie, yeah. like the, what was her name, Gansey or something like that?
0: Yeah.
1: It was like talking to this guy who was like doing like, you know, the DJ stuff at like the bar or whatever. Yeah. Who had but, to be, know, like, probably... e-
0: easily, like, 25 years old or something, yeah.
1: Or you had to at least be 18, I think, to do that. Yeah. they serve alcohol and stuff like that. So, <laughs> as early he's probably around 18. And she was, like, what, for...
0: in, like, like, middle school or junior high or something? Well, no, because, yeah, uh,
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah they were ending junior high in the yeah. summer. Then they were going into high school, <laughs> you know, later on. That's when it was, uh... yeah. So, like, again, like, they just wrote this stuff in here. And then it was just, like yeah I, mean, I, I bet you if we talked like to the like insane QAnon people they probably say they did it did on purpose to like get people used to the oh, idea yeah, it, it, it was it, it was, I don't really think it, it, was it, I it, think was, it was, was
0: predictive programming that's what it was
1: exactly <laughs> yeah, that's like good to configure <laughs> i love the predicting predictive programming yes uh that's that's one of the big ones but uh i don't really think i think they just weren't thinking that's what i really think it was I think oh yeah. they just they thought it'd be like a funny little thing to put it in the movie and they did and it was like oh okay and uh You get the same thing sometimes where like the like the it's usually like the the male high school students like really obsessed with one of the hot teachers. It just gets really weird where it's like, (laughs) Okay, like you know, like Well well well, it's like it's I mean, you know, back in the sixties, the Beatles had the song She was just
0: seventeen. You know what I mean, but I I was in my twenties.
1: I know Winger has some like that. I didn't know the Beatles did. Oh, the Beatles did, yeah. I was like the
0: rock band Winger. Sorry, so, Standing There it was the song or whatever. But uh, but yeah, the, the line is she was just 17. And then and then even uh, Ringo, after the Beatles broke up, had some song where it was something about 16, perfect, and she's nine or something like that. I can't remember the lyrics. But... I
1: tell you what, that shit was seen as normal back. Well, yeah, that's what I'm normal, saying. But, yeah. but at least, like, they're not going to do anything about it. Yeah. Because one of my Facebook friends posted something about Ted Nugent earlier today. And that he literally wrote a song called yeah. "Jail Bait" and it was about a thirteen-year-old girl. I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ! Like,
0: uh, did, 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 didn't
1: didn't he like um,
0: adopt? I mean, I I know Steven it's, Tyler did, but I think he might have no, too. Like, adopted some underage girl.
1: No, she was uh, probably I think she was sixteen or seventeen at the time. Yeah, she I think she from Hawaii, and he married her. And I I was I actually oh, yeah. wrote a about that to the guy because I remember watching behind the music when when that came out and every time she popped up i thought it was his daughter talking uh-huh. and then she mentioned about them being married and i was like wait he married his daughter and then like it finally clicked to me like oh no no because like she looked like she was like 40 years old at the time but then the marriage took place in, like 1975 i'm like how could she be 40 years old when she got married 19 like it finally clicked i'm like oh she married him when she was like 16 and he was like twenty nine or twenty yeah, whatever like John
0: Wayne was having an affair with an underage girl in Mexico
1: when he was just saying, like, married and stuff too. Shit, so it's like weird. So, yeah. The shit was rampant back yeah. then. Like we don't we don't realize until we like look through the history, but like like the same thing, the the piano player, the great balls of fire dude, what's his name? Um Oh uh, um Jerry Lee Lewis. Yeah. Married like his fourteen year old cousin, I think. Yeah. Or the L... It's hard to keep up. There's so many. I know. Yeah, <laughs> but, it, it was him.
0: He, he married his, you know, but uh, yeah, he, he married his 14-year-old cousin. And then like Elvis was dating uh, Priscilla when she was uh, like underage too. He st- he started writing okay. to her when she was like 13 <laughs> or 14 or something. So yeah, yeah, it's, it's all creepy.
1: But yeah, um... it was like Jimmy Page, <laughs> with Jimmy, I know now I'm on it, but Jimmy Page literally would lock uh his, a 14-year-old groupie in his hotel room whenever he played concerts and wouldn't even let her watch the concerts because he was afraid that she would talk to other guys, which is still gross because around his age or, and I even wrote, you know, in his estimation or worse, talking to someone her own age and taking yeah. a light. that would just be horrible, right? A 14 year old girl talking to a 14 year old boy, that would just be horrible, right? She should be talking to like a 29 year old <laughs> guy, but his anyway, mind, when he was all fucked up on Satanism and, Occultism and drugs. I guess that made sense in his mind. Who who knows? But yeah, anyway, side tangent. I know, but just like when you actually look into the history of this stuff, it's like almost every rock star was doing this. Oh, yeah. It's like Jesus Christ. Like it would actually be. I mean, and don't get me
0: started on R. Kelly, you know, recently, more recent. So yeah, in history. Yeah. yeah.
1: There would actually be abnormal during that time if you weren't doing that. You would actually be seen as the anomaly. Yeah. Just fucked up. But yeah, like. I remember huh. that that scene at the end where, like, I'm like, oh my god, yeah, that just kind of creeped me out. But anyways, it was I actually enjoyed
0: the movie for the most part. No, so, it was, it yeah. was a good
1: movie. I, I would yeah.
0: recommend it. Um, yeah, definitely of its time. Uh, do you want to hear a little bit of trivia from about the movie? Uh, yeah, sure. Okay, so uh, the plot was inspired by the H.G. Wells 1901 story, The New Accelerator. About a scientist who develops a drug enabling him to move so fast that no one can see him. From his uh, viewpoint, everyone else seems uh, frozen in time. This was uh, the first feature film directed by Jonathan Frakes, which was not part of the Star Trek franchise. I don't know. Um, yeah, I, I said this before. Uh, Paula uh, Garces was twenty-seven when she played the seventeen-year-old Francesca. Okay. Um. The house that Francesca lives in is the same house that is used as the school in Halloween (laughs) H2O and the mansion in Scream 3. Wow. So, uh... Uh... There, uh... Let me see if there's anything else. Uh, at one point, um... Francesca says, "Beam me up, Scotty." And another time, she says, "Make it so, number one." Uh, both, yeah, added, both added to one. the script because of Jonathan Frakes. He he always puts Star Trek references in everything he does. So yeah, so yeah, and he also had a cameo. He's in the background as a janitor behind Zach and Francesca and Doppler as they look for parts in the science symposium. So yeah, okay, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, thing. yeah. <laughs> so. Uh, that's all we got here for trivia. Um, yeah. Any final thoughts here on this? Uh,
1: this a, before
0: we run out of time. No, did not
1: really. I mean, I would just recommend it. It's <laughs> it's a fun movie. You know, it's not it's not too silly. <laughs> uh, you know, it's got our boyfriend, Stewart in it. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> you know, you speaking watch of Third Rock the from the Sun, yeah, yeah, Third Rock from the Sun. Probably <laughs> watch <laughs> with the family, like a family movie. Yeah. You know, it was probably rated PG at the time. Uh-huh. Um you know, so yeah.
0: Yep. It's about all I can say too. I I liked it, it was good, you know. Um anyways, um folks, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Um be sure to uh check out all to real two dot com for any info about our show. Check out our T public and our and our um Patreon, if you want to help out the show, that's if you want to. You don't have to. I'm not telling you to do anything. Nope. Again, anyways, um, I am telling you to be a good person, though. Yeah. Make sure you that's do true. that. That's the most important thing that you can do to help us out. Be a good person.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. Share, share the show if you want. Again, if you want. Um, give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcast or wherever else you can if you want. And for five, uh, for, Like Dennis Reynolds for five-star med. Yes, we are. I, I I don't know. Sometimes I feel like a four and a half. Mm-hmm. There, <laughs> sometimes people down. Yeah, yeah. But then other times I feel like an eleven. But um, there you go. <laughs> <yes>. go. <laughs> Anyways, um, folks, I hope you have a good day, night, morning, afternoon, middle of the night, whatever it is when you're listening <laughs> to this. And. Recycle, reduce, reuse, and um, remember be good to each other, as I said. Yep. And remember that I love you. Sesame loves you. True. And until next time, bye bye.
1: Thanks for listening to All Two Real Two Podcast, a Cullen Park production, produced and edited by Michael E. Cullen II. Music by Matthew Hawes. Subscribe and share the show. Visit us at CullenPark.com.